Well, thank you for tuning in to Boulevard Bar Bible Chapel's Broadcasting Network. <coughs> Live via Cracker Barrel, Pembroke Pines. <coughs> we have as our, our, our guest speaker today, Brother Andrew Tellisford from uh, the Caribbean. Who, uh, who had, from Trinidad, Trinidad, let's be specific, <clears throat> who would like to enlighten us as to his most recent theory on the end-time events according to Scripture and his interpretation. <clears throat> so, <laughs> Actually, not his interpretation. He did qualify that it's a theory. Okay. Well, I, I, but I will Huh? Do you use that term, theory? No. I use thesis. Thesis. Okay. But only for the fact that Daniel, by study the scriptures understood the prophecy. Right? Yes. Yeah, good. Alright, now that we officially started, first of all I want to let people know I'm from Trinidad, which is part of the Caribbean. <laughs> just to clarify. <laughs> just to clarify. I was just asking you. <laughs> and also to let them know that this is, I am gathered here with my brethren to discuss a matter to get their opinion and their guidance. This is not something that, that I would put out as as a um, full-fledged ministry or as a word from the Lord. This is something for your consideration. Right. Well, based on what you said, I'm going to go sell my house. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> it is a very, very compelling argument. I'll say. It is a very compelling argument. camping may be interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. all of his followers so good already. They need a place to live. Uh, uh, no, this matter as well was brought to me by a brother from Trinidad who has invited me to. to so you, you're here now, right? Yes. Right, who has invited me to co host a radio program with him to put this information out to the general public for general public consumption. Now, this matter as well came to me very, a very short while ago, so I haven't had the time to sit and to go through and to cross-check and to cross-reference, um, which is why I put to the bedroom here that one of the things I, I wanted from them was their feedback as to what the Spirit of God tells them as they listen to what I have to say, because I could say, no, I haven't done the first one, like I said, when Martin was speaking to me, a lot of things clicked in terms of positive and um, as a matter of fact, there's a personal side of it. I have in mind a house to build that I believe is part of my ministry and part of my, my life's work is to build a particular home. Listening to Martin that night was the first time that I've said, hey Lord, if you're coming, go right ahead. I could afford to forego that for the glory that will be revealed, right? All right. So it has a, had a very, as though I, I, I've had a very open reception to it, but I'm also conscious of, of where the Lord has placed me, what he expects from me, and therefore I, am, I cannot just go into it wholeheartedly, so to speak, um, unless I get the advice and consensus of, of my brethren because of the work that I believe the Lord has called me to do. So I need to, to protect that interest. All right. Now, what it is Martin came to me with, he started in Daniel 9 and 2, which told us about Daniel, by the study of the scriptures, understanding the prophetic timetable. And it is his, and that's why I said use your thesis, that we too can, by the study of the scriptures, and understanding of the Word of God come to an appreciation of as to the prophetic calendar for our times. Right? Alright. Specifically, what we will be looking at is Jewish prophecy. And Jewish prophecy to me has always been more precise, has always been more direct. For instance, Egypt, they were told 400 years you're going to be in Egypt, 400 years to the day they were marching out. The times of the captivity, they had 70 years, and this is what this is what Daniel understood that was 70 years. And at the end of 70 years, they were back. Um, now, one of the scriptures that came up very early because we were looking at the Jewish prophetic calendar is that the Lord told them that He would restore the years that the locusts have eaten. 
which are these, which is the 70 years that they had in captivity. Now, I was telling Brother Malcolm that if I take a hundred dollars from you, I cannot at a later time come and go into your pocket, take out another hundred dollars and give you back and say, look, this is the hundred dollars I took from you. I need to go into Brother Leroy's pocket, take the hundred dollars from him and give it to you for you to be considered restored. So what we are saying is that the 70 years that Israel has to get back must come from the church age or from the times of the Gentiles. Now, this year is the 63rd year since Israel has been a nation once more. So you may want to look at it as this being the 63rd restored year to Israel which means that you have the last week, which is seven years, and that seven years is the time of Jacob's trouble, which includes the Great Tribulation. Right? All right. Now, going back to Martin, remember what this is, is Martin, so I want to claim ownership for this. Um, what he pointed out was, um, September 20th is supposed to be United Nations next big general assembly and the primary item on the agenda which has already been described as a foregone conclusion is the proclamation of a Palestinian state which all the thinking says is going to be the solution for peace in the Middle East and it, the scripture that comes to my mind is the, is the scripture that I'm crying peace peace and then commit sudden destruction. So you have this this contract or covenant that is to be cut come September this still 20th this year that provides for a Palestinian state and this is going to be a covenant that is going to be signed with many. So it, again that scripture that's scripture reference that we need to check to see whether it, it really ties in. Dealing with the man of sin where he at the beginning of the, at the time of Jacob trouble, he signs the covenant with many. Is this the contract? Is this the covenant that is going to be signed with many? Right? Alright. Now that is September 20th. September 20th, around that time, also marks the beginning of Tishri. Tishri is the seventh month in the calendar or seven month the, or nine months. Seven months seven month in the calendar for March. Seven months in the Jewish calendar, but it is the first month of their civil calendar, seventh month in the religious calendar, first in the civil calendar. Tishri 1 and 2, first and second day, are reserved for the Feast of Trumpets. Now, now you know when we do our normal timeline, we've covered four feasts already. Passover, um, Resurrection, Pen Pentecost, First Fruits, etc. Right? Alright. So the Feast of Trumpets is the next one. The Feast of Trumpets is important because it is also symbolic of the rapture. When the Lord Himself shall descend with a trump with the voice of the archangel, and the voice of the trump of God. Right? So that Feast of Trumpets, um, which I believe comes close to the end of the harvest as well, um, is significant in terms of church prophecy as well. But we've, we have downplayed the aspect of the church prophecy because we want to focus on Israeli, Israeli prophecy, Israeli prophecy. Alright, so Tishri 1 and Tishri 2 are the days reserved for the Feast of Trumpets. The Feast of Trumpets, however, does not start at a specific time. It is similar to the Hindu Eid festival, I mean the Muslim Eid, Muslim Eid festival, where the Muslim um, um, big children need to see the moon and say, all right, today this is Eid, Eid starts now. With the Feast of Trumpets, we are told that the Israelite practice is that two members of the Sanhedrin must agree that they have seen the new moon and then the feast is proclaimed. So you know that it is first or second, but exactly when it starts, nobody knows. And that brings the scripture reference to mind that normally comes when we talk about the Lord's return and prophecy. Of that day and that hour, no man knew it. And I was telling brethren earlier, when Martin was telling me this, one thing that came back to me is that recently I've been looking at the, the specificity of the Lord's words. He's always highly specific. 
and we drew the example, we drew, drew a couple examples. One was when Jesus was before Pilate. He said to Pilate, and Pilate asked him about his kingdom being of this world. He says, now is my kingdom not of this world. And the now seems to be superfluous. But when you understand that the kings of this world uh, become the kings of a God and of his Christ, you understand why he had to be specific and say, now is my kingdom not of this world. Similarly, and I'm saying this with the benefit of the recording, <laughs> um, the other example we looked at was when the children of Israel refused to cross the, the Jordan the first time, and the Lord told them, only Joshua and Caleb will be entering the land. Everybody assumed, we expect, because we sometimes assumed ourselves, that Moses and Aaron were accepted because they were the leaders, they were the men in touch with God, so they didn't have to mention Moses and Aaron. But God is so wise and so specific and also knows the end from the beginning. He knew that it's only Joshua and Caleb because down the road, Moses and Aaron would fall at Meribah. Right? So we, this is one thought that really sweet to me that the Lord is extremely specific. As a matter of fact, I've mentioned that to me, he has a, the Lord has a very well-developed sense of humor. And he will tell you things knowing that at the end of the day, you, 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 you have to say, oh, because he told you, but you just didn't want, you didn't just didn't hear. You heard what you wanted to hear then. You didn't hear what he was saying. So, when you read that scripture of, of that day and that hour, no man know it. It falls in as a way with the tissue, with the piece of, of trumpets. Because really and truly, you don't know whether it's first or second. You don't know exactly what time it's going to start. But the Lord didn't say, you wouldn't know the month. You wouldn't know the year. You wouldn't know the... No. That is also tied with some things that we had been studying in terms of Berlin and myself because we, they had a Bible reading, a United Bible reading in the island. And we were looking at the creation. And one of the things is that Genesis chapter 1, you have that reference where the Lord says, um, that's what they, they what? That's the 5 or the 4? The, the 4 should be the. Which, where it says that the lights, when the lights were made, when the lights were made, right, that's the scripture, right, they were for signs, what was the scripture says exactly? Signs and seasons. Signs and seasons and days and years, right, so, right, so it tells us that the celestial bodies are not just for days and years, not just for night and day, but for signs and seasons. Now that is also confirmed much more times in scripture, as well as when the Lord Jesus Christ was born, that they had the star that guided the Magi to where the child was. Alright. So you have why that is important is because now let me let me finish this. <laughs> take a take a five. <laughs> And now a word from our sponsors. Enjoy <laughs> 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 take this moment. <laughs> Say that if the Lord be not come, there is a, a, a trip to the Holy Land plan. Uh -huh. yeah. that good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so we come back to where we are now. So what is also, what Namathin also brought to the table was the fact that as we look at this issue of uh, this issue of signs and wonders, uh, signs and seasons, he has been comparing the NASA calendar of celestial events against the Jewish calendar of the religious feasts, etc. And what is significant is that starting from this September 20th, right through for the next seven years, there's a lot of celestial activity carded for the Jewish feast days, comprising of eclipses and other, other um, celestial occurrences in the heavens. And then after the seven years, there's no more coincidence to the end of the century in terms of these celestial bodies. Now, the one carded for September 20th is an eclipse again. But what is of interest is that he claims that there is an, another body that is the astronomers have now observed that may be a comet that is expected to coincide around the same time. And what they are predicting is that it may result in as much as three days darkness because of the 
coincidence of the heavenly bodies as well as this comet. His question to me at the time was, the last time they had three days darkness, what happened? Now the three days darkness is significant in that it is not the three hours when the Lord was on the cross. The three days darkness will carry you back to Exodus. Now, I'm not sure there if... For the plague? Yes. No, it is and that is, it is, it is, it is, it is confirmed, so, so that's confirmed, good. Now, very soon after that, or during that same period, the, the Israelites were told, the Egyptians that you see this day, you shall see them no more. Never see them again. Um, and what Martin says is that for the Egyptian, by the time they as well open their eyes, the Lord's people were gone. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to make you feel, but it, it raised the hair in my hand at the point in time. So by the time the darkness was done, the Lord's people were nowhere in the picture. Right? You are in Israel and Egypt, of course, is a sign of the world. So you know, they, everything kind of dovetails kind of way. Alright, so let me see if I've covered everything. I've covered everything, I'm missing everything. So we have the signs, we have the well, there's one other scripture, which is the one where Lord Jesus Christ says, immediately after those days, the sun shall be darkened, the moon shall be turned to blood. Right? Um, and then you'll see, you'll see the full revelation of the Son of Man in glory. And I believe that there are other scriptures that would indicate to us that there are celestial occurrences during that period of the, the Great Tribulation of great magnitude as they, as they would say. Now, having covered that, I'm going to look at the two objections that we've seen so far. One was, um, my brother-in-law says that he doesn't believe that the evil in the world is developed to the extent to match Sodom and Gomorrah and to match the days of Noah. Um, and my response to that was, have you been listening to the news? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I know if that is, if that is, if that finds resonance with you, that the evil in the world is not matured enough. Because you remember like, with, even with Israel, they were told the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. So there's that ripening process that the Lord allows for. Alright. The second objection was the one you made this morning which um, dealt with the position of the United States in the whole picture. And to me, I think that was adequately answered in the terms of... adequately answered in terms of... Somebody else how fast... That no, you brought that direction. Okay. Right, this is the second episode. It, it's answered in, in, by him, by how fast the, the switch can be made, and by the fact that that first three and a half years of the Great Tribulation, um, or Jacob's Trouble, allow sufficient time for those pieces to fall into place. So that basically is the is the information that I, that I bring to the table and I told I brought it to the table for the council of my brethren in terms of yeah, no, yeah, in terms of um, is it wise to embark on a project like this because they say as soon as I get back to Trinidad, Martin is going to be behind me because he's paying for it. It's $3,000 an hour and he is taking it out of his pocket. He believes, he's convinced before the Lord that he has to go to go ahead with it and he is paying for it. So, um, um, we're going to be getting into that basically as soon as we get back down because September 20th ain't far away. <laughs> right. But do you know bodies once. Yeah, so we have not, we have not much communication at all. He, he made me a little something, a little synopsis, very small synopsis, but it doesn't have all the flesh that I discussed with you. And um, he made me in terms of, he's already looking at talking to the radio stations, in terms of getting time slot available. But that's my challenge. How do I approach it? What do I do? And then, how comfortable are you with it? So what you're suggesting is that the rapture would be happening on or before the, the 
was speeding on the 20? I am not suggesting that, because I'm saying this. From my point of view, Martin is saying that. Martin is saying that very clearly. Um, from my point of view, I am extremely comfortable with Jacob's trouble starting this year. Right? No. I'm very comfortable with the time of Jacob's trouble starting this year. But that's... And you base that on... On, on the... Signing of the Jewish calendar. Right. On the, on, the, on the precision of Jewish prophecy. So if I'm restoring as I say, 70 years, I have 62 restored already. I have 7 left to restore. That 7 is reserved for Jacob's trouble. Now... I am pre-tribulation rapture. So obviously I said, well, look. (laughs) (laughs) Say that again. You're extremely comfortable with what now? With with, with reference to Israel and Jewish prophecy in terms of its precision. So if the Lord says, I'm going to to restore... It seems very fitting fitting with what you are considering to say that that the tribulation, the time of Jacob's trouble, could very well be beginning this year because of the seven years that he's remaining. And this is all... And Rafael must be ready for that. Correct. Now, 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 that, that remaining seven years, of course, is... Solely on the foundational idea that the, 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 the political state of Israel and being in existence for 63 years would be the idea of restoring the years that the locust has eaten. Yes. Which, um, mm-hmm. so, so that's that's the contingency right there. So if it's not, then, then the theory has a shaky foundation. And the Jewish Jewish calendar, yes. Yes. And then the meeting on the 20th of the United Nations with the Palestinian state. That's a a critical component as well. Peace, peace is because they expect that they have to be a visible solve. Yes, yes. This is the solution. Wow. Did you say September 20th is important in the Jewish calendar? Yes, because that is when Tishri begins. begins. And Tishri 1, Tishri 2 is the Feast of Trumpets. Now, on 1 or 2 is the, the date of the new moon every year? I or, or they begin looking for it then, and it may take 3 or 4 days? I don't know. I, again, I have not time to research all, all this information. This is just information that's okay. stopped at me and I stopped it back at you. <laughs> the fact, though, that, you know, I mean, the Lord could, it, it, it's, it's compelling, like, like, like Julio said, I mean, I, I, I appreciate what you said, you know, you know the brother, and, uh, you know his background and whatnot, but still, yeah, the argument is, but right, yes, because, yes. because if you notice, technically, there is no personality involved, in the sense of, is the, is the, the scripture says yes. this, the astronomical calendar says this, we know the United Nations meeting, you know what I mean? It's, that's why I was wondering, this same campaign, what was the basis for his conclusion? Did he ever indicate how he arrived at his date? Campaign. I never read all of these. I never, you never checked that. I never really checked them either. So I, I just saw the date and said, oh, you know. I dismissed them. I didn't even check them. <laughs> same thing, same thing here. Same thing here. I remember reading, like, he's done this several times. I remember yes. one in 88 when he said, 88 reasons why the Lord's coming back in 1988. I read through those going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, I mean, thank uh, so, God. So, all right. Type of reasoning I no, but what I'm saying, so the reasoning in 88 was what? Was it had any, any scriptural reference, any scriptural basis, any, anything at all in sense? I mean, we're going back 20 years. All right. I don't remember the things that I read back then. All right. A little track, someone dropped yeah, it in my yeah. front door and it hit the round file. All right. When I was done with it. So. Right. so I don't know. So I am not averse 
No, right. To get any information out. Yeah. yeah. But one issue is how do I present it? Right. Like I said, the only thing that comes to my mind is Matthew 24 and 25. Mm -hmm. It seems to me that that I, again, I'm not. Yeah. I know there are brethren that that, that work the church into that. Yes. But it, it, it seems to me to be. Uh, I'm not sure myself, but it seems to be applied only to Israel. Interpreted only for for, for Israel. And when he says of that day and hour, which is one of the scriptures the brother is using. Um, that seems to me to be a reference to the second advent. You know, right. He comes to reign, uh, you know. All right. So, so I, therefore, I, what you're saying is that you have no objection to the rapture itself being pegged. Being what? Being pegged. Right. I, well, I, I, I'm saying I'm uncertain. I just, to use that verse to support... You don't see that verse supporting the rapture. Right. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, right. Second right. Yes. Right. Right. Now, the interesting thing to me is you, you talk about Daniel 9. He studied the scriptures to yes. know the time of Israel's return. Right. But when, he, when, when, when the disciples asked Christ in Acts chapter 1, if it was now that he would restore the kingdom to Israel, he right. said, it's not for you to know uh -huh. the times it is it's, we 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 just from it we just from it it is not for you to know times or seasons which the father has put in his own authority mm, See, jeremiah has specifically yeah. predicted that there would be 70 years yeah. because of the 70 years of missed mm -hmm. sabbath yes yes the yes fields, right? 70 years Palu. that that, that Jerus jerusalem would be in in uh, 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 Yes. Right? So Jeremiah reading, looking past tense, saying, okay, here's where it began. He said 70 years. He would know, because the, the clock had already been ticking, yes. mm -hmm. he'd say, here's where it's supposed to stop, right? But when when the, the apostles then were looking forward, is it now that you're going to restore that? He could have said, no, it's not enough. But he said, it's not for you to know. About now, what? Okay, yeah, but now, going to the specificity of his word, right? Yes. It's not for you. Well, right. no, no, but even so, but remember what the question was as well. The question there was restoring the Israel kingdom to Israel. Right. Not necessarily the issue of, of um, what, of, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Because he could no, have said, no, it's not, it's yeah, not this time. Yeah. But to me, that is a more, to me, that's a more powerful scripture than the Matthew. And it's more pertinent as well. So that's that's good. It is not for it's not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in His own authority. And He tells them not even to worry about that. Don't He doesn't say wait to let someone else figure it out. He just says you tarry until the Holy Spirit comes and you'll be able to receive uh, the Spirit. You receive power and the Holy Ghost come upon you. You will be witness to me to the end of the world. That's, that's interesting, eh? and it's it's um it's very interesting because the audience is different. The, you're dealing with believers here as opposed to Matthew, where the Jews. Um, but where I'm having a little challenge, and you know me, I will anywhere God says it, I am I will drop it. <laughs> I know how you see with that. Eh? Um, what I'm looking at is. He says, if he says it's not for us to know, why then give us revelation? Why what? Why then give us revelation? So I'm wondering, you're with me? If, if he says, because remember we have a lot of revelation, for instance, Thessalonians, 1 Corinthians 15, we are being told what to expect. But to tell me, and, and then in terms of the, the, the seasons, or the, the things that are leading up to it, I have a lot of information revealed after that. But it's what to expect after the day that we're not supposed to be concerned with. So it is the rapture, at least as pre-trip, we believe the rapture is the beginning yeah, yeah, of the end yeah. times. Yeah. So but the question there, is the question there isn't, isn't rapture, the question there is restoration of the kingdom of Israel. In that axe, in that axe motion, that was the question. So, 
it is a it, it, it does um it does present a it does present a challenge in terms of 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 of, of our considerations. Because you, you know, to me, it's the first time that I've that I've looked at that scripture and it has struck at something that 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 is as dear to me in the sense of remember even like last night I was pointing out that one of the things that was amazing to me was that this old brother, that's what Campbell feels, wanted to know what God was thinking about. And I said, well, that's the most approach. That's not for you to know you are a man. How could you dare to explore the mind of God? And um, what I have found in my own Christian life is that the Lord really wants us to know. Sure. And He puts the information there and you're supposed to go behind it and you reveals it by His Spirit. And it's an awesome thing to, to get that type of revelation. So to be told here by the Lord Himself that, hey, leave that alone, is a little challenging to me. Not that I wouldn't submit that if that's what the Lord wants. No, but just the I'm observations back are compelling. Yeah. I, I, you can't, you yeah, can't yeah, deny yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but, right? And Paul did observation in the morning. Yes, yes, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But then he
legitimate reason biblically to, to, to take that interpretation of Joel's prophecy to, to, to say we should be looking for them. Right. That's a good question, and that's part of the reason why I put it up. Because like I said, I have not the time to really go back and do all the research. So I'm very open to whatever could be whatever could be brought in that regard. And but I suspect that there would be additional support. But again, I don't. At this point, I don't know. And I don't even know if I have the time to. <laughs> In terms of getting all the research done, well, I, I, I believe Martin has spent a fair amount of time, so I'm going to be looking to him I to provide a lot of this, a lot of this data. His research on the NASA calendars uh, and whatever he's been looking at, does he have those websites? Well, right. Well, he's he's supposed to have that, and, and I'm, there's one thing I'm asking him for to provide that for me so that I can I can look at that and I, I can yeah, forward it. Yeah, I can share it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of research to do last minute. Yes, exactly. Stretch. Exactly. Um, exactly. Okay. So, yes. So I've never considered myself a prophecy. Riz. I'm not even going to come close to using the word expert, but even if that's not really the focus of my the direction of my studies and all that. Yes. I mean, there are men like Rob Lindsay, um, I don't know how much Jade gets into that, but it'd be interesting to, to, to run, to hear from them as to their... Uh, they they take her, they take her. Amos. Yeah. How do we have a whole more deal about us? Um, right now, uh, what might be the best we have, might be the best we have here. Yeah. I know, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, he was, uh, he was into that. Now, what has, what has, what has also, as just in terms of my person in terms of supporting it, is that, to me, the social and economic and all the different conditions are right. And it's to me, for instance, our country, one of the things was, that we had was extreme political stability. When I say extreme, you would call an election, between then and the election, all kind of noise and people making noise and carrying on and da 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 da, no violence or anything sort. The day of the election, by the time the results call, it's like, like I take off a light. Everybody forgets until the next time I election call. So there's no um, party lines, there's no strife, there's no... It, it really was amazing the way election would come and go. And the lots of people didn't have to worry with it. But what we found after the last election, the political opposition and tempo never changed. And our country basically, as far as I'm concerned, is ungovernable. It doesn't matter who you put into power, they're not going to have an easy time. They're going to always have groups protesting and making noise. And, and I believe that what, what has happened in Trinidad is symptomatic of what's happening all over the world. There's no country now, I believe, that enjoys full political stability. And that was when you mentioned Eddie, because one of the things about Eddie spoke about that stuck in my mind was the fact that the, the scripture talks about the, the waves and the seas roaring. Speaking about the tumult of nations, about the, the, wave, the discontent in the hearts and minds and societies of men. And that's how it is now. Every society, England, every single society, a rat will start at the drop of a, of a, of a, of a hat. So as far as I'm concerned, the social and economic and um, environment, climate, is right. Right thing. The idea of the Sodom and Gomorrah, but we have to consider man looks at the outward mm -hmm. appearance mm -hmm. the Lord looks at the heart mm -hmm. right? and it used to be like in Sodom and Gomorrah those things happen out in the square right? Right. Um, those same things are happening today in the privacy of people's homes homes or wherever they have access to the internet screen right but if you were to consider all that underground evil everywhere that the, the internet is reaching, it's bad. It's bad. It is pretty bad. Bad, right? I mean, even I don't think that what, what we see of, of, of that in society is is just the tip of the iceberg, mm -hmm. so to speak. Mm -hmm. What's really going on mm -hmm. because it's happening.
Because I can like tell that one thing we have happening now is people disappearing, children, girls, boys, just disappearing, and that's happening all over the world. Right. So in that regard, I'm convinced. Can I say guys? Yes, yes, you can. <laughs> he didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> But again, like Leroy was saying, the conclusion, the bottom line is we're just, I guess for, for believers, we're saying nothing more than, I mean, and maybe I'm misunderstanding, but nothing more than what we've already believed. The Lord is coming. Yeah. He's coming very soon. But right. we're saying it could be. It could be, yes. There. It could be. And, 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 you know, uh, to get us, you know, what, what can I say? John, First John 3. Last night, now we the children of God doth not yet appear. We shall be. Oh, no, every man that hath this hope in him purifies himself. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, but that's, so that, that, that's, that's the message. That's that the that message. Conclusion. Yes, right. Yes, you know we, we want to, you know, live a, 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 greater, a life to a greater degree of holiness. Yes, right? prepare to meet thy God. Yeah, prepare to prepare to meet thy God. Right, right. So that, and then for unbelievers, hey, look at the Mormon. You know, you, you think bad times are bad now? Yes. When when when, when Christ comes to take his church. It's going to be worse. You're not ready. You're not ready to, you know, there's no second chance. Yes. I mean, you know, I mean, we know there's going to be people saved without number. Yes. Right? In the, the tribulation. However, the, for those that have rejected. Yeah. There's right, no, there's no, no second no, chance. No, no second chance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess that would be yes. a, a kind of conclusion, like he was saying, that, that for, for the Christian, you know, purify, a purifying hope. And then for the unbeliever, hey. This is what's, what's happening. Not a house selling hope, eh? Sorry? Not a house selling hope, eh? No. There you go. There you go. Right. But, well, based on First Thessalonians, not to be disorderly. See, you know, if I grant you, you're asking what's the conclusion of all this. I just simply understood it, like for the Christian, a purifying hope, right? We, uh, nothing more than we already believe that the Lord is coming, but we believe now, look, it could be sooner than we think, yes. and, and I want to be... Let's fine-tune. What? Let us fine-tune. Yes. Yes, there you go. Fine-tune. And then for the unbeliever, if you're broadcasting this on the radio, look at, look at, look at all these things. You know, what, what has come about has already come about. What will come about is going to, and you're not ready to, 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 to meet the Lord. You need to be saved, and so forth, and so forth. Right? The Lord's word to Hezekiah, right? Set your house in order. Right. So you shall die. Right. Right? Set your house in order. The church needs to be set in order. And here's some good <laughs> incentives to really believe the Lord really is the yeah. attorney is yeah. 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 Um, Now the word prepare to meet thy God was from Joel. I guess it was to Israel. Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember whether they responded to that church, right? Is that like a word to unbelieving? Yeah, I know it, um, it is a worthy and unbelieving. But, yeah. Um, see, what, if, the Lord does, if the Lord doesn't come back yes. this year, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't like to, to stay beyond, you know, what, what, is, what does Paul say in Corinthians about not going beyond the, the principle, the, the word? Is it a chapter four? Okay, you go over here. He's <laughs> like me. <laughs> go beyond what is written, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. But that's four. Okay, yeah, it's chapter four, six. Um, these things, brethren, I figured it transferred to myself and Paulus that you may learn in us not to think beyond what is written. Right. Right. I, I, I don't like to go out beyond where I feel like I really have the authority of Scripture to right. take that stance. Right. Right. I mean, when I'm just going on logic, I feel like I'm a shaky ground. Mm -hmm. Say, well, if the Lord is saying He's going to restore the years the locusts has eaten, well, then that means He's going to borrow the time from somewhere else. Well, you know, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the other yeah, way of death. I agree. Right? So when we go on our reasoning mm -hmm. and we, we, we take off beyond what is written, mm -hmm. it's dangerous ground. That's mm -hmm. why I, I have. Yeah, he doesn't mean so. Slow to jump yeah, on the yeah. bandwagon for things yeah. because you know I don't want to be I don't want to be put in a category like Harold Camping. I agree. People say I agree. You can't trust this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Look what he said. This is I agree. 
I don't want to presume upon the mind of God where I don't have the authority of Scripture mm-hmm. to say so. Mm-hmm. If the 63 years are the Lord's way of borrowing that time to restore the years of locusts, yes. I would be, I mean, we go, well, yeah. I mean, there's the wisdom of the Lord, we mm-hmm. see how it's happening, and we, mm-hmm. can, have con- we can rejoice in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can see how he's, he's kind of shook. But do we have the authority to stand on that that's what this is? This, right, 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 right. That, you know, yeah. that, that's where yeah. I'm still... I think uh, you, you, you've, the captured, logic is there. you've captured my, my concerns very precisely in that. The logic is there, but, but I don't want to stand on logic. Right. You know, how, yeah. how can we know that this, this is what... mentioned that was that struck with me in particular was the fact that he doesn't want to be put into the camping category because it reduces his effectiveness in completing what the Lord has assigned for him. That is exactly how I look at it. That I don't I see myself as having uh, uh, not just a future but my work for the Lord is among the assemblies specifically at this point in time in, in, in Trinidad and I do not want to do anything that will compromise my effectiveness in fulfilling that mandate among the assemblies for the Lord that's correct right um, no so having covered that and then the very important point which is not going beyond the scripture my question is can this information be presented in such a way that it will not contravene those two? No, 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 that's the consensus, that it can be presented in such a way that it neither compromises um, that aspect of the effectiveness or compromises the, the word of God. It can be presented in that manner? It can be. Alright, now the other, then you come to the, the final question on this one. Should it be presented in a forum as we discussed, which is on public radio? And not only that, Martin wants to leave the leave time at the end of the program for calling <laughs> for callers, which you know could open up the whole lot of right. Um, is there wisdom then, or is there um, because to a certain extent I share his view that if. As the watchman, you have certain information, you need to share that information, or else you become responsible for it. Right? Um, so, the last question is should I, or should this be a venture that you think that I should really give consideration to in terms of going forward and doing the presentation? answer that question. You spoke about it a little bit yesterday. You started to go down that path, but you stopped yourself. You said the primary goal is to know Christ and to to worship. That's our goal. So this ministry, let's call it this radio program, takes away from the listener on the goal of knowing Christ. The road that this is going down, in my opinion, is... Have yes, to know the Lord, but people can frankly dig at this information and, and try to figure out, okay, is this true? Uh-huh. And if that's going to be tracked uh-huh. knowing Christ, knowing Him fully, then perhaps it's not something that should be good at. So, All right. That's good. Yeah. Yes. I think that, you know, just like there's a preamble to the Constitution, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Sometimes a preamble is the most important part of the document or your statement. Yeah. That, you know, if you if you begin by, by by stating emphatically your absolute trust in the Word of God and its absolute authority, yes. 
Now, you know, the Bible says, you know, let all men be found liars, but God's be true. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of people that want to say, well, I'm not a Christian because look at all the hypocrites. Yeah. But you don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, yeah, exactly. right? Sometimes we turn out to be... <laughs> Let's not check out the Lord in the Bible. So if you, if we're willing to put ourselves in a place to say, look, I, I so much believe the Scripture, and I, and, I, and I so much want to be faithful to what He has shown me, that as a watchman, I feel compelled to at least share what He has been, what has been brought before your attention, but realizing there may be a certain amount of, of, uh, can you say, conjecture based on these things that. There is, there is some room for for question, but yet there's enough there's enough compelling evidence that says we need to take a look at this. But there's not a whole lot of time to sit in the corner and dig my head into the sand and, and, and just sit by myself. So to present the case, like you said, you know, when we present the gospel, we, we give information, we leave room for the response to others. But you know, uh, let's take a look at it together. Yes. Uh, if you start with a foundation like that, and, and, and you can say this much, we know. It appears that, you know, I think it's, I always appreciate as a listener, when a speaker will let me know, when it enters into conjecture. Yes, yes, okay? yes, yes. I've been under the teaching of many people where they just make the statement as if it's, yes, the Lord has yes, revealed it to them yes, with yes. absolute certainty, yes. not even mentioning that there's other views, not even mentioning there's a question yes. as to whether this is really the primary intent or yes. whatever. And if you got, if you already know those things, you go, well, why did they say that? No one else is so sure, you know. And, and, and so when I, I, I feel like that, the danger is the worst part is someone who's not discerning and doesn't know those. That's the truth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But 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 when when someone is 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 honest enough to to make the statement that no, here is where we begin to try to put the pieces together, and are we going beyond yes. the, 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 what is written, or, or are we actually understanding the times? Yes. Like you know, it says in the yes. Testament, they understood the times. Uh, if so, then we need to, you know, but when, when there's that honesty to, to, to say that, it actually lends credibility to the speaker yes, rather yes. than takes away. Yes. Because if he's wrong, he said, I may be wrong. Here, yes, yeah. But if, if, so, if so, show me where. Show mm-hmm. me why. Yes. 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 For the same school ministry, um, so we really are excited about that, and we're going to be we're going to be praying about that that you get that up and running and things going with that as, as it should be, because that's a very vital, very 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 vital ministry. And um, I also wanted to update you all on, as to saw what is happening in Trinidad, but specifically with two of the assemblies.